This great feast of Pentecost celebrates the wonderful event that took place 50 days after the resurrection. The apostles were gathered in the upper room, the very room in which our Lord had celebrated the first Eucharist, the very room in through whose doors the Lord passed on that first Easter to bid them Easter peace. They were in that room because the Lord commanded them to be there. Before he ascended into heaven, he said, pray, pray that the advocate will come, the counselor, the consoler, pray for the Holy Spirit to come and the Holy Spirit will teach you all things and give you what you need for this next leg of the journey. And so there they were, the apostles, with the Blessed Mother. This is clear in the scriptures, that the Blessed Mother was with them. And on that 50th day after the resurrection, the Holy Spirit did come as a strong driving wind, And as tongues of fire that rested upon their heads, the Holy Spirit came. And the Holy Spirit changed those apostles, transforming them from those who were in fear and behind locked doors to the ones who would go out into the streets to proclaim the incredible message that Jesus Christ, who was crucified, who died on the cross and was buried, is risen from the dead, never to die again. And this same Jesus will lead us forward through the twists and turns of this life to the promised land of heaven. The apostles would go forth from those locked doors out into the streets and to the ends of the earth proclaiming the good news of our salvation. For this reason, the Feast of Pentecost is called the birthday of the church. It is the day when the Holy Spirit enlivened the apostles with that great gift of the desire to evangelize. We remember the birthday, the beginning And we remember that this day is indeed the birthday of the church. We celebrate birthdays for those who are living. The church is alive and well. The same Holy Spirit who came upon the apostles on that first Pentecost continues to enliven within us a spirit of discipleship where we are willing and ready to serve the Lord, that spirit of evangelization, where we are ready to put our faith into practice in our daily living and to share the good news with those we meet. The Holy Spirit continues to give birth to the church each and every day. This is the birthday that we celebrate on Pentecost. And surely, whenever we talk about the church, especially these days, we are conscious of the truth of that ancient adage, and it is ancient, that the church is always in need of reform. 
the church is always in need of reform. Because even though the head of the church, Jesus Christ our Lord, is perfect and without blemish, without sin, the same cannot be true with the poor sinners who are the members of the church. The church is always in need of reform because we are in need of reform. We are in need of that clean heart to be created within us. We are in need of the forgiveness of our sins so that we might be ready and able to serve the Lord however he calls us to serve him. Some these days have expressed distress with what happens in the church, either at a local level or a national level or at the universal level. They read things in the paper. They read things online that cause great distress. And that would have been true through every century of our church's life because the church is always in need of reform. When you experience something that distresses you and it is within your power to effect change or call attention, by all means do so. And especially if you experience anything in the church that is criminal or gravely immoral, speak up, speak up loudly and clearly and urgently by all means. But there are some things that are just beyond our ability to change. Almost 34 years into the priesthood, I know very, very well that there are some things that are just beyond my pay grade, some things that I cannot change. And for those times when we get distressed about things that we just have no control over, that's the time to focus on the positive, to focus on the fact that the Holy Spirit continues to breathe in our church that we have the opportunity to live our faith, that we have the opportunity to engage in authentic worship every time we are together, that we have the opportunity to experience faithful teaching from this pulpit and in other venues, that we have the chance to support and engage in compassionate service especially to the poor and the less fortunate, and that we have the opportunity to make a powerful and bold witness, especially amidst our culture of death, standing up for the dignity of the human person from conception until natural death. All of these things are going on each and every day in our church. And so when there's a temptation to be distressed and to wallow in that, let's make sure that we pay attention as well to the good things, the signs of the Holy Spirit at work in our church. And we can rightly 
bring the concerns that we have, the distresses that we have, and put them in the hands of our Blessed Mother, the Mother of the Church, the one who has been with the Church from her birth. We rightly bring our concerns to the Blessed Mother, and we rightly pray that prayer for the Church and for our own souls that has been prayed since ancient times, Come, Holy Spirit. We can pray that prayer together this morning. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, fill our hearts with the gift of wisdom that we might value greatly the things that come to us through faith. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, fill our hearts with the gift of understanding that we might grow in certitude for the truths of our Catholic faith. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, fill our hearts with the gift of counsel, that we might always act in accord with our faith, even when that means facing ridicule or scorn. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, fill our hearts with the gift of fortitude, that we might love our faith like the martyrs who suffered death rather than renouncing the Lord. Come, Holy Come, Holy Spirit, fill our hearts with the gift of knowledge that we might see the circumstances of our own lives as God sees them, so that we might act more in keeping with his will and his purpose. Come, Holy Spirit, fill our hearts with the gift of piety that we might put our religion into practice in our daily lives without counting the cost. Come, Holy Spirit, fill our hearts with the gift of holy fear of the Lord that we might have a sense of wonder and awe in the presence of the Eucharistic Lord and that we might strive always to recognize the hand of God at work in our own time and in our own place. Come, Holy Spirit, we pray. Cleanse our own hearts. Make us pure. Make us holy. And renew our church and, indeed, renew the face of the earth.